Welcome to the Empowering Path podcast. I'm Jess Frost, aka the Highly Sensitive Coach, and this is a podcast dedicated to fellow highly sensitive people and empaths. My life's work is now dedicated to empowering HSPs and empaths to own their sensitive superpowers and thrive as their authentic selves. Should we get stuck in? Welcome to episode 22 of the Empowering Path podcast. Hi everyone, I am so grateful to be in your Lagos today. I have felt the need to record this podcast for a good few days now. Um, It's been brewing and quite literally got to the point where I was so tired of it swirling around my head (laughs) that I just have to say it. My throat chakra's ready. I'm feeling empowered. I'm feeling energetically good. So I'm going to do a bit of a vulnerable one. Um, And this is a personal reflection about dealing with criticism, feedback as a highly sensitive person. Um... Something that, I'll be honest, I have struggled with my entire life and I struggled with it not knowing that I was a highly sensitive person or an empath. And, you know, you might be listening to this and you don't identify necessarily with being a HSP and you can still find feedback, criticism, ghosting, all of these life events really crippling. So, Yeah, it's going to be very cathartic for me to share and I hope it helps you in some tiny way or big way, obviously. But um, yeah, I, like I say, through my whole life, really, really, really struggled deeply with any kind of negative communication. And, you know, since doing the work, I've been able to kind of dig a little deep into my childhood and understand where this might be coming from. You know, I've shared um, bits and bobs about my childhood. You know, we dealt with, um, you know, some some considerable loss for us. And, um, you know, uh, my father struggled with alcoholism and his mental health. And I developed really strong codependent tendencies. I kind of lost myself throughout this process um, in order to cater and emotionally caretake for other people. And over the last five years, for me, I've had to, you know, put myself first for once and, and, and understand that this behavior that I was carrying out was toxic. And the narratives I had about myself weren't serving me anymore, because they were very linked to this toxic codependent behavior. I've also been doing a lot of work into the mother wound. Um, There's an an incredible book that I'll put in the show notes by Bethany Webster about the mother wound. And it does link quite closely to this emotional caretaking, losing yourself for the sake of other people and making sure that other people feel comforted. And yeah, being there to validate other people. Um, And in our adult life, we really struggle to understand what we actually want. Like, what do I even like? Like, we definitely struggle to say no. 
um, and boundaries is is a real challenge for people that have struggled in a similar way to myself um, and to a lot of people generally. But yeah, I think it gets to a point in our adult life where we're just a bit stunted. Um, we can't grow. We can't truly shine. We can't stand in our power. We can't find our voice um, until we start digging deeper into these wounds, understanding our shadow a lot more and understanding our thoughts to a, a certain level whereby we can disregard certain thoughts and we can challenge our inner critic. But it takes it takes time, it takes perseverance, it takes practice. And over the last week, I had the chance to practice. <laughs> I... Um, yeah, without going into details, received a uh, anonymous message from someone um, basically judging what I do um, as a career and the business that I that I have and the work that I do. Um, like I say, not going into the detail of what was said, but I I was just about to go to sleep. I just about to reach my phone and put a meditation on as I do every night. And yeah, I saw the message and I'll be honest with you, I was devastated, like crying, like <laughs> crying. <laughs> um, and my partner, Nick, was amazing and just kind of ran straight downstairs to put the kettle on <laughs> and grab the cat because the cat always makes us feel better. Um, but just let me just feel what I needed to feel. And again, it goes back to the work that I've been doing on myself where, and I did have Erica Kramer in my ears while I was doing this, because a lot of the work that Erica Kramer does and and is teaching me is like about compassionate inquiry. So when we feel these emotions arise, especially as a highly sensitive person, that the immediate reaction shouldn't be to push that down and to stop yourself from feeling that, which I have done. And I'm sure many of you listening have done for your, for a big chunk of your life if you've been shamed about your sensitivity and your emotions. So I've learned to try and not do that. And I noticed that my body was trying to do that. Um, I checked in with my body and I didn't feel safe. I didn't feel safe. I felt scared to receive this anonymous message. And I still don't quite know after a lot of thinking about it, whether I'd feel better if I'd known it was the person. I don't think I would. Either way, I let myself feel it. I I kind of had a word with myself and preempted the fact that I probably wasn't going to sleep the best that night and that tomorrow I can process this in a less emotional state and prioritise self-care and be very, very, very gentle with myself. Um, yeah, I had a similar, when I think back, I had a very similar body reaction and emotional reaction to a lot of events in my life where, you know, um, I received feedback where I hadn't done a good job in someone's eyes or I was shamed for my sensitivity. And, you know, before I met my now partner, we've been together three years, you know, I found the dating scene as a highly sensitive person and empath really difficult 
especially now looking back, knowing that the person that I was putting out there probably wasn't, well, it definitely wasn't all authentic. Um, and as an empath, you know, attracting a couple of narcissistic people um, and experience ghosting was just, oh, for those of you that have been ghosted in the dating world, <laughs> and by ghosting, I mean literally like been dating for a couple of months and then they just disappear. They're not on their phone number. They disappear off social media. And I think especially if you've, if you have, um, struggled with, um, abandonment issues from childhood, like it can bring up some very intense wounds, uh, for you, intense reactions. And yeah, I had a very, very similar reaction linked to safety. Um, and I worked out where in my body I was feeling it and tried to tap into my inner child to soothe that inner child that they are safe and that, you know, this is someone else's opinion of me, but they're safe. I am still loved. I am still enough and I'm still worthy. So yeah, it's a big part of the work that I did the following day. And I didn't, I made a real concerted effort not to disregard or devalue the emotions that I felt. They were very valid. They were very valid. It was a very uncomfortable, upsetting moment. But the logical side, the upstairs brain, as I call it, was able to work through it in a more logical manner. You know, I've done a lot of work on on my mind and my shadow and my shadow self and you know understanding my thoughts and how most of them are bullshit and what my ego will do is just reinforce any narratives that I still have in my shadow um yeah that probably were about being a good girl you know and looking after other people um and yeah it was, yeah, it was, it was tough. It was really tough. Still a little bit of emotions start to arise as I talk about it. Um, but, you know, I now see these moments as a gift. It is a gift in my eyes from the universe to test the work that I'm doing, to, sh- I want to be able to show the universe that I am capable of standing in my power and to do that and to really authentically stand in my power and shine brighter than I've ever shone before, that is going to trigger people. By me stepping up and shining a light, that is going to trigger people. But really what they think about me or what I do is none of my business. That is their stuff. Everyone is navigating this world with their own experience, with their own model of the world. So how can I show this person compassion? So what I did was I tried to imagine the person behind the keyboard, you know, and I know we talk about keyboard warriors, but who could this person be behind that keyboard? That could be a very tired, overworked person that's been triggered that could be someone that 
wants to do similar types of work, but feels that they're unable to unconsciously. A multi, there could be, a, there is a multitude of different reasons why people would react in that way, and to point the finger at me and to judge me. But I don't have to accept that judgment. And even though for an hour, probably on that evening, I did, and the old me would have 100% retreated, I'd have stopped doing what I was doing, I'd have gone into that like rescuer mode, caretaker mode, oh goodness, I've made someone else feel uncomfortable, so I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing. Forgetting in that amount of time about the people that do find value in what I do and forgetting, yeah, just for a short amount of time, why I'm doing what I'm doing, you know, why, what is my purpose on this earth? Why do I want to serve people? But again, I'd luckily done the work and could bring myself back and ground myself really quickly and remind myself why I'm doing what I'm doing. And my coach, Kerry Lyons, one of the things that she encouraged to do um, in our time together, which was so valuable, was to keep like a little record. So whether it is on your phone or um, or on your computer or in a journal, like a little, like it is like a little evidence box <laughs> of the reasons why we do the things we do. So, you know, in whatever line of work you do, that positive feedback that you do get, um, yeah. And someone talked about it on a peer support training that I was, um, that I was part of the other week and it, yeah, it really resonated this just, yeah, empowerment box or file <laughs> that just reminds you in those moments of self-doubt and that self-sabotage, the reasons why going back to your why and to stop you pressing the dimmer on that beautiful light that you've started to shine. And I wanted to share this because, like I say, when we when we do this work and we invest in ourselves, and my goodness, have I invested in myself, especially in the last two years, um, it doesn't wave a magic wand and change you. You know, you're a highly sensitive person, you're an empath, that is beautiful, you're always going to have that. You're going to feel things deeper than other people will feel them. So when you're crying at a beautiful um, sunset or a picture or a music video, equally, it will really, really create an emotional reaction when there's something negative happening. But the work is there. So you have the tools, no one else, you have the tools to bring yourself back to yourself. I was listening to a meditation this morning by um, Leila um, Delia, who I absolutely adore, fellow HSP and empath. And it was about, um, you know, we hold the power. We are the only people that are the authors of our story. We're the only people that can speak our truth. So how can we always protect that? It's not going to be easy on some days and we'll get tested. 
and we have to, not we have to, don't like that language, but like to be mindful of these tests that we get from the universe and be grateful for them because without them, we don't see that incredible growth. We're showing the universe that we're ready for that next stage. You know, if you're asking for success, growth, healing, all of this stuff, and you really, really, really want it, let's not be surprised when we get a little test to see if we're ready, to see if we're learning the lessons. And today, another reason why I wanted to do this podcast was, you know, sometimes for me, social media can be incredibly overwhelming and I have to take a little bit of a break. Um, And it's just a gentle reminder when I feel overwhelmed that I am safe to mute people, to unfollow, to block, you know. Um, But yeah, I felt really overwhelmed by the amount of opinions and the amount of judgment um, and in some cases shaming that I was seeing on people's pages. Um, And part of me, again, for a little amount of time, wanted to react um, and fight some of the stuff I was seeing because, again, I felt it really viscerally and really deeply. and I'm not a fan at all of um, anyone shaming others as a marketing tool. Um, so anyway, I, yeah, just again, had to breathe and come back to my toolbox and just remind myself that this is just egos going wild. Like when people, including myself, you know, before doing the work on myself and even still now I have to catch myself, you know, when we have unconscious fears and beliefs and we're judging and we're falling into that real ego state you know we will project our negativity and fears and judgment onto other people and sometimes package it as advice and if there was something that I could just give everyone listening to this it would be the ability to recognize when that's happening and just be able to go, it's going to take a moment. And I will choose whether I accept that or not. Because we have a choice. We always have a choice. You know, we were all born onto this planet with a blank canvas. And yes, some of us will absorb other people's model of the world and opinions easier than others, especially if you had similar upbringings or experience of trauma in childhood where you you slowly start to put yourself last and ensure that everyone else is okay, um, you know, to protect the peace, then we start to lose again what, what we believe and what we, what our values are, what we're passionate about, what do we like, what do we dislike? We don't have to accept everything we hear or are told, especially if it's coming out of the blue in an unsolicited message. I get to choose what I believe. I accept 
that that's your model of the world. And I can tell that you're projecting, but I don't want to accept that. And I'm going to take some time just to ground myself because when you have these moments like even though I know what's going on it still triggers certain feelings in my body and I pick up certain emotions and I soak it up quite easily so I'll have to do some grounding techniques I'll have to do body scans I'll breathe out I literally will lie there scan my body understand where the tension is recognize the tension or what emotions I'm feeling I'll take a deep breath in breathing in that strength, in my truth, in my power, and I will breathe out other people's shit until I start to feel more like myself again. So, yeah, it feels good to get it out. It feels good to get out of my head and onto this podcast. So thank you for taking the time to listen to me. I really, really, really appreciate it. And if it resonates, please do let me know. Um, but I am really passionate about being able to help people that feel this, that I'm, that I felt and will feel again, you know, that difficulty accepting advice, feedback, criticism, um, yeah, or worse. Um, and that I'm here for you. And if ever, you want any help, just know that my DMs are always open. Um, I am actually doing a, a free of charge masterclass on Tuesday, the 30th of November, um, 7.30. Um, so head to my Instagram, head to my bio, and you can sign up there to my free masterclass. But it is called From Overwhelmed to Owning It. And it's designed specifically for HSPs that are feeling constantly overwhelmed, exhausted. You know you're lacking in confidence. You know you're not standing in your power. You've not got boundaries. So you're saying yes to everything. You're then feeling bitter and resentful. Um, You know, I've been there. And this masterclass is me telling you some of my story along with the four stages that I took to be where I am doing what I'm doing today, how I empowered myself to get from overwhelmed to owning it. So we've got some beautiful sensitive souls already signed up. And if you're listening to this, like I say, head to my bio, get signed up. If you can't make the actual live, um, don't worry, I will be sending you the replay. If you can make the live, amazing, because for me, I'm all about the energy um, and I want you to be able to feel that. So yeah, I am very excited and I can't wait to share this with you. Like when I look back to where I was at the beginning of 2017, you know, newly single, I was 33, newly single, didn't know where to live. Um, I was looking for a new job. I was staying on my mum's and various other people's couches and didn't know if I would survive the pain, if I'm honest with you. And I look back to that, Jess, and my God, do I just give her the biggest hug. And I tell her that it's all going to be okay. And she's going to be in a, a wonderful, healthy relationship. She's going to be 
running her own freaking coaching business, passing on the tools of self-empowerment to highly sensitive people and empaths because it changed and quite frankly, saved my life. So yeah, I just, I'm welling up literally thinking about my journey and how, yeah, how incredible it is to heal and to find that toolbox to empower yourself because this world is fucked up. Excuse the language. It's fucked up. It's messy and it can be too much for highly sensitive people and empaths. But the peace that we seek outside of ourselves, the quiet we seek, we can find in inside of us. And the rest comes like a domino effect. Oh, I cannot wait to share it with you. I think it's going to be really special. It's going to mean a lot to me. I'm putting my heart and soul into this masterclass. Um, so yeah, like I say, get in touch, head to my, um, Instagram or Facebook bio, get signed up and I will see you there. But I hope this little self-reflection has helped. It's definitely helped me to get it out of my head and onto my body. And I will see you very soon. Take care of yourself, lovely. You have been listening to the Empowering Path podcast. I'm Jess Frost, also known as the Highly Sensitive Coach. You can find me on Instagram and please, please do reach out. If this has resonated with you in any way, I would love to hear your thoughts. So do drop me a DM and yeah, let's have a chat. But until next time, please look after yourself and protect that energy.